0: Welcome to this edition of American Egg Today, produced by the American Egg Network. I'm Richard Risvet. We are continuing with our coverage of the Farm Progress show in Decatur, Illinois this last year. And in this episode, we're going to be chatting with Tony Whisker from Great Plains Manufacturing, along with Michelle French from ADM. So let's get right into those interviews. And first up, we'll hear from Tony Whisker from Great Plains Manufacturing Egg. Uh, We are at Farm Progress. You guys have got a lot of great stuff. Uh, being showcased out here. Tell us a couple of the things that you guys are uh, are really excited about this year.
1: Yeah, so we've got a great representation on the lot of our tillage products, our planting products, seeding products. It's all here. Uh, but some of the new things that we really want to focus on this year is our VT1100. Uh, that's the next generation of our TurboMax, which has been a very successful vertical tillage tool for us. Uh, so VT1100 has some new options in, in finishing. Uh, it's going to make the, the, the best seed bed prep tool that, that you can find. Um, it's got some options to use it in the fall and the best spring tool around. Um, also on our Teramax, uh, we call it a hybrid tillage tool. A little bit more aggressive than, than the true vertical VT1100 is our TerraMax. And, and that tool has got some new finishing attachment options as well. We can add a chopper reel now instead of the rolling spike arrow. Uh, you know, we've got that being demoed in the, in the field this week. So. You can compare our rolling spike versus the new chopper reel. And uh, we think that chopper reel's gonna do a nice job in the corn stalks in the fall, Uh, help uh, pin that residue a little bit more, cut down some of the stalks blowing into the ditch, and uh, put a little more dirt on top and uh, really make a nice fall tool.
0: Well, outstanding. And, you know, cover crops is something that uh, some folks do, some folks don't. But you guys can help out if folks do want to do some cover cropping. You guys have some tools that can help them out in their yeah, field, right?
1: Absolutely. Uh, yeah, we don't want to get into the conversation of who should, who shouldn't. But if it is the right thing for your farm, we absolutely have the the seeding tool for cover crops. Whether it's a simple broadcast seeder that would go on top of a Turbo Max or a Terra Max, we call it the Turbo Seeder, and that lets you take care of that fall tillage and incorporate uh, a cover crop seed all in one pass, Um, or drills from five feet to 50 feet. No-till or min-till, we've we've got it all to help with your cover crops. Well, outstanding. Uh, you know, I,
0: I think a lot of folks are familiar with Great Plains, but just in case they aren't uh, and they, they hear something that they want to work with you guys with, where should they go? How do they do that? What's their best first step?
1: Sure. The, a great first step to see our whole product offering, to find a dealer close by would be greatplainsag.com, so that's going to get, get you to the Great Plains Ag Division. And from there, there's a dealer locator button right up in the, in the top right corner. That'll help you find your local dealer, and, and that's the, the first step to get involved. Well, perfect. Well, Tony, thank you for spending a little time with us today. Thank you, Rich. Appreciate it. I
0: want to thank Tony Whisker for that great interview. And next up, we're going to be hearing from Michelle French from ADM. So, Michelle, first of all, tell us a little bit about uh, you guys had a panel here. You have a nice air-conditioned uh, unit out here. But you guys had a panel. Tell us a little bit about what was spoken at the panel and uh, and who was on the panel.
2: Right, so we actually just had David Rice and Jim Hoyt on a panel talking about CCS, which is carbon capture and sequestration, or storage. Um, really talking about the potential in that technology and the history of ADM with that technology. We've been operating a carbon sequestration well for over 10 years now, which is a lot of history. We've gotten to see how that injected CO2 sits underground. We do a lot of monitoring, seeing if it's moving, how it's moving, and doing a lot of uh, safety monitoring to make sure that it doesn't impact drinking water, there are no seismic effects. Uh, We're really excited about that technology. When you look at global weather patterns, trends, a lot of talk about climate change, due to fossil fuels, so carbon that's been in the Earth's crust for millennia, being removed, burned, and put into the atmosphere. This technology then takes that CO2 from the atmosphere, injects it back underground for permanent storage. So it's one piece of a possible solution to the carbon emissions that have been expanding rapidly since the start of the Industrial Revolution.
0: Well, and does that tie into some regenerative agriculture, too? Or tell us what you guys are, uh, are invested in in regenerative agriculture.
2: Right. So regenerative agriculture is really the start of everything we're doing. We are looking at ways to decarbonize our operations and our footprint. So you end up with a final product that has a lower carbon footprint. Consumers, downstream customers like the big uh, CPGs, the name brands you would see in the grocery store are very interested in this as well. CCS is one way that we can help to lower that footprint but it really starts on the farm and that's where we are partnering with the growers in our supply chain with local farmers to figure out what kind of practices they're implementing and whether those specific practices have an impact on the carbon emissions of their farms. So when you look at uh, one of the big practices from regenerative agriculture is cover crops. Cover crops have this great ability to pull carbon out of the atmosphere and sequester it down into the soil. When you increase the carbon in your soil, it's more available for plants, for microbes, for, um, it it improves the nutrient cycling. There are a lot of positive benefits, but then it also prevents runoff. So it can be beneficial for the grower as well. Every bit of nitrogen you apply, you want to keep that in the field. You don't want it washing down into waterways because that's just money down the drain. So cover crops, are regenerative practices. They're helping to rebuild the soil, they're sequestering carbon, and they're protecting that nitrogen investment. So it's a win all the way around.
0: If they do want to do that, if they're looking to team up with ADM and find out how you guys can help them out in their own fields, how do they do that? Where should they go? What's their best first step?
2: So we have information available in a number of places. The first one would be, if you already have a relationship with ADM, call your originator, call your marketer, Uh, or merchandiser, and they can put you in touch with one of our climate smart origination managers. They will hook you up with all of the information. Um, Also on our ADM Advantage website you can find out information about the different programs, what's happening in each state, who our different conservation agronomy partners are, uh, some information on the data collection, what all is required to participate, and what the financial incentives are. So that's the other bonus of the program. We're not just asking farmers to do something else, We're going to pay for it as
0: well. Well, that sounds great. Michelle, thank you for spending a little bit of time with us today.
2: Absolutely. Thank you.
0: I want to thank Michelle French from ADM for that interview. And once again, thank Tony Whisker from Great Plains Manufacturing Egg. And for this episode of American Egg Today, produced by the American Egg Network, I'm Richard Ristvet.